Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's four past seven. Good morning. It is SENZ Breakfast with Mitch and Ricardo. Uh, G'day, Mitch. How you doing, brother? Yeah, not too bad. When I get my mic on, not yeah, too bad, not too uh, bad, not too bad. I know it's your last day, <laughs> uh, but I thought you would have figured out how to turn your mic on by now. Yeah, shocking, actually, really, isn't it? I uh, should be able to do that myself. Uh, no, I'm looking forward to t- today. Um, you know, there's been a whole heap of sport mm-hmm. just in the last last uh, 24 hours. A uh, bit of cricket, yeah. quite a bit of cricket, actually. Uh, yeah, a bit of football. You've had that, or oh, we've got some big games today, don't we? Yeah, well, we've got uh, Chelsea Man City today, which is the end of the of this latest round, and then we've got FA Cup action this weekend. But uh, so we can talk a bit about that a bit later on. With lots of action in the NBA, but I think we should start, mate, by talking the cricket, mm. eh? Because uh, I did to steal a golf term, it was moving day in the Test in Karachi, wasn't it? It was moving day in the end. Um, it really was. Um, New Zealand, jeez, uh, and all in all, if they had have been in the position where they ended up in, um, going into day five, if they had said at the start of the day, the old cliche, uh, they would have taken it. Yeah. Um, it really has swung in New Zealand's favour, um, getting that wicket nice and fast. Um, obviously not off to a fantastic start with Conway with the with with the bat, but um, after that, I think um, you know I think they got through to a to a pretty good score, mm. um, pretty good lead. Um, Latham again has just shown how bloody good he is. Um, that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, he's been exceptional uh, without kicking on. And Kane Williamson, that partnership with him and Latham, which we saw in, saw in the one day is uh, back here against India. Um, just two cool, calm heads at the crease. And, and hey, how good. I mean, uh, Michael Bracewell in tough conditions, um, his partnership with Blundell got them out of trouble. Because if they didn't get together, uh, it yep. could have been in a really, it could have been the opposite at the end of day four today. Pakistan could have been in the driver's seat, and now there's really only two results that, that are available uh, New Zealand winning or, or a draw. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing because, uh, you know, Pakistan got a lot of, a lot of runs to chase, and uh, their chase didn't start well, did it, their second innings? No, not, not at all. See how they get it at a quick wicket, uh, nice and early. And then Hamza, I think uh, McCarty summed it up the best. Oh, they're now moving. Another field is moving. They're swapping positions. He's, he's encircled, essentially, by New Zealand fielders around the back. Bowling! Through the gate once more! Spins back alarmingly. <laughs> oh, bowls! Him neck and crop, smashing into off stump, and the night watchman trudges off. Sodi skips and celebrates, flicks back the hair. He's got his man twice, a pair for Hamza. He's got more ducks than wickets in this series. 
He's got more ducks than wickets in this series. Daniel McCarty with another pearl of there. Oh, mate, what he's an great, absolute he? beauty. Great oh, he's great, mate. Phrase. He's bloody great. Uh, but that, uh, all in all, um, great wicket from East Shady. Awesome to finish the night on two wickets down. That wicket there doesn't mean too much to me when I'm looking at whether Pakistan will be able to bat out the day. It was their tail ender. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, the best thing he's probably going to do at the end of the game is stick around for 30 balls while the other batter faces the majority of the deliveries. So I wouldn't look too much into that with them being too down. But um, getting the opener early, uh, I think that was awesome. Um, Abdul Shafiq's been in pretty good form, but um, Imal Al Haq and yep. Baba Azam. Um, they're, they're two best, aren't they? Yeah, they, they really are. And, and those are going to be the crucial wickets. I mean, in the first innings, uh, we saw Sal Shaquille um, batted, <laughs> batted almost 400 balls, mate. So uh, he, he could be a rock as well. So it, it's going to be a tough day. Um, well, you never know with the Pakistan side, to be honest. Could all be over by lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I mean, they've got, uh, that's the thing, is they start day five, mm. eight down. They haven't they haven't actually eaten into the total at all. They still need three hundred and nineteen runs. So they uh, sorry they're two down. So they've got eight wickets in hand. Three hundred and nineteen runs needed on day, a day five pitch. With by the sounds of that, I haven't actually seen the vision of what McCarty called, but that sounded like uh, that pitch is doing all sorts. Yeah, um, the spin was a little bit faster um, than what we've seen in the, the previous day. So it is j- jagging a little bit more, particularly with the leg spinners. Um, East when he's bowling, he's bowling that quicker speed than the other two guys. So um, yeah, he'll probably get a little bit more out of it. It could be, geez, it could be the revival of East Sodi um, in Test cricket, thanks to Tim Southey, just the absolute bolter of a of a pick. Yeah, well, I mean, when you when East is bowling and he's bowling that quicker one, uh, I bowled a little bit of a little bit of spin, nothing major, obviously, mm. but. And I basically I had two balls. I had one where I ripped the fingers over the top of the seam. Yep. And then I had one where it kind of came out the back of the hand. Yep. What that ball that uh, that took that wicket that went neck and crop? What's he doing there with the ball? What's the action on the ball? Oh, in different conditions, right? Like if he's looking to try get predominantly, you'll see each like bowl a bit more this this kind of format, a bit more like over the top, a bit more top spinny type. Mm. Try get some bounce as well, but. I've been noticing he's been like a lot of side spin on the ball, um, really trying to actually get that prodigious turn. Um, and when he gets his rhythm right, and I think we've seen him get better as he's gone on these two tests, when he gets his rhythm right with that pace he's running in at now, um, it just makes it a little bit easier for him to not have to like force the ball down the wicket. That momentum's helping him um, get down the wicket and get that speed into the delivery a little bit more so he can focus a little bit more on, on ripping across the ball and getting that, that bigger turn. Yeah, A little yeah. bit less drift than you like your traditional leg spinners with that kind of style of run-up um, and release, but... Um, you know that's that's what's been suiting him well these last couple of years. It's almost like it's almost verging on medium pace, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I don't think I, be, I don't know if we'll see a traditional leg spinner again for some time mm. after the after the invention of or uh, well, the birth the invention of Rashid Khan. Yeah, I think that's what all leg spinners want to do now is this run in a little bit faster. Yeah, uh, what, what it does do is it, it gives the gives the batter a little bit less time to make decisions, and so when they do drag that shorter, quicker one down, um, which stays a little bit lower, um, you don't have as much time to, to go back or forward and make a strong decision. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm stoked for it, mate. I'm really stoked. I, I'm stoked that um, 
I'm stoked that Michael Bracewell got runs as well. Um, because that middle order we spoke about last night, we said yeah. that middle order needed to stand up. And um, when Henry Nichols got out, I thought, oh, here we go. Got I had you playing f- in my head. Yeah, got out for five. Yeah, yeah. I had you playing in my head that that middle order might collapse yeah. again. <laughs> but thanks thanks to Blundell. Who's, who's, uh, we spoke about the the World Test Championship, mm. that um, team that, that won that Test Championship and how important um, BJ Watling was. Yeah. And I'd have to say, um, I've been very impressed with Tom Blundell this tour. Well, I was going to ask you about that because, I mean, this is the batting card for New Zealand in the second innings. Tom Latham um, got 62. Devin Conway got that first ball first ball duck. Kane Williamson, 41. Henry Nichols, 5. Mm. And then fifth on our batting card is Tom Blundell, who normally bats behind Daryl Mitchell. Um, mm. And Daryl Mitchell didn't end up coming until 7. Uh, what do you reckon the thinking is there? I don't actually know. It might be something to ask McCarty a little bit later or, yeah. or who have we got on Richard for the cricket Petrie. today. We've got Richard Petrie on today. So it might be something to ask him. I didn't pick up whether Daryl Mitchell might have had an injury or, or something of likes. So I wouldn't have expected a keeper in a test match in, in Pakistan where you're spending so much time on your feet yeah. to come in that high. So yeah, yeah, it might have been something that, that we're not aware of as it is. Hey, um, mate, there was some other cracking. We'll get it out of the way. So there was some other cracking games uh, last night in terms of the cricket. Um, and we'll tip, tip it off, mate. Um, Aussie, um, Usman Khawaja, 195 not out, look, looking at his first double ton for Australia. Playing in Sydney, he's a Penrith boy. Yep. Lives in Brisbane now. But um, there was a really nice picture of um, Usman Khawaja's dad with David Warner's dad. Oh, yeah. And Because um, Aussie and uh, David Warner have played um, since they were 10 years old. Oh, right. Yeah, together. So yeah. they've yeah, played a lot of cricket together. And that, I thought that was quite cool, um, seeing them on sidelines together. That was pretty neat. Um, Aussie's, Aussie's a top lad. So hopefully he gets across the line there. Um, Sri Lanka, second ODI um, in their series over there. Uh, sorry, T20 over there. Uh, Sri Lanka, 206 for six, mate. Absolute banging uh, banging work. Uh, Dus, Dusan Shanika, the right arm skipper from Sri Lanka. Um, nice, powerful lower order. Uh, hitter, good, good, decent bowler as well. A little medium pacer, fifty six off twenty two. So yeah, you just fifty off twenty balls. And I thought, oh, okay, they got off to India. Got off to a terrible start, fifty, yeah, fifty for five or something like that. Yeah. And then Aksa Patel comes out and hits fifty off twenty with <laughs> the, the man who was so great down here, Yadav um, Surya Kumar Yadav, and they almost took it close. They were, um, only got one hundred ninety though. They fell sixteen short. So that's tied that series up, which is not what I expected. Um, um, I was going to say on that when I came in, you were watching that, and um, they. Uh, I just saw a stat flash up. I'd been here for about two minutes, and I saw a stat flash up that had India last thirty balls, no wickets, seventy three runs. It's just like absolutely smashing it. Yeah, it was crazy. We've got a texture as well, just saying that um, Daryl Mitchell apparently he was crook. Oh, oh that's crook. good. Oh, that's. I mean, it's worked well. It's worked well for, yeah, yeah. for New Zealand, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, Blundell right. coming up the order. Um, Aces played Central Districts at Pookie Park yesterday. Mm. The women's game was reduced. Uh, I think Bella Armstrong uh, hit 70 off like 30 balls or something like that. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. I'm surprised impressive. there was any play yesterday, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I know. Crazy, eh? yeah. Um, but Auckland went down. They got 150 for nine. And actually, it was a pretty good game up until the last over. Um, where Doug Brassel just showed his experience and his class and, and was clutch at the end for, for CD, hitting the last four balls for four. Um, um, Doug Brassel had a good game, mate. Yeah, yeah four for twenty, uh, four overs, one for 29, and ended up uh, getting 25 off 12 at the end, striking a 208. That, that's clutch. Oh, that's what you need. There's, uh, what about this, uh, this exciting young kid that CD seemed to have uncovered? 
Um, Taylor, somebody Taylor. Scored <laughs> Ross 50. Taylor scored 50 or yeah. 40. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like one for the future. Yeah, he does, mate. Uh, they got off to a shocking start, mate. They were mm. two down. Yeah. They were two down for, for nothing uh, or for one. Um, yeah, Louis du Delport in the first over um, ripped through them. And then Roscoe, Roscoe comes in, steadies his ship with Dane Cleaver. Uh, who I think has been very good lately as well. Yeah. So um, CD looking strong. I think they've they've dropped the one game. They're three wins from four. Um, same with the Wellington Firebirds. And and if anyone uh, had the time to to watch the big bash last night, Matthew Short, a guy who burst onto the B, uh, BBL scene last year for the Strikers. Um, this year he's backed it up, 100 off 59, and one of the biggest chases, I think it is the biggest chase in BBL history. They chased down 100, uh, 229 from the Hobart Hurricanes. Uh, they chased it down in 19.3 overs, uh, 230 for three. Matthew Short, 100 off 59 balls and one for 34 off his four overs with the bat. So if you want to put some money on who's going to go for the most amount of money, Next auction in yeah. the IBL. That's probably a, a relatively safe bet. That is a massive chase. Huge chase. Huge chase. Um, mate, they, they <laughs> spoke Tim David as well. If anyone wants to see what the, the modern T20 batter looks like nowadays, Tim David for the Hobart Hurricanes is that guy. So, um, yeah, it was a, a cracking game in the end. It really was. Yeah, that is, uh, that is huge. I had a couple more texts come through as well. Uh, Daz Mitchell was reported as Crook Boys. He must have had a feed of Karachi Kinners. I don't know if Karachi Kinners are a thing. But that, that doesn't. I, tell you, I, I spent three three days in my room. Um, yeah, basically, well, basically half the time on my bed, half the time on the toilet. Yeah, I have a sushi joint upstairs. Oh yeah, <laughs> never going there again. It's a, the the rock shrimp, rock shrimp, the oh, popcorn rock shrimp yeah, was not do good. It. Don't do it. Thanks for your text, uh, Brett. Uh, hey guys, can't wait. The oddball practically rolled eight inches off the pitch. Come on, Black Caps, what a series in Pakistan for the first time. We've beaten them in the UAE. Great show, guys. Cheers, Anthony. Thanks for your text, Anthony. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is history. Um, I, if you go back and listen to, I guess, what we've talked about all week, day by day, yeah. there's been an element of frustration from everyone we've got on to talk about it. Um, but I guess that just shows what, what test cricket is, right? It's a... Every day there's a different flurry of emotions that, that go through you. And you're like, oh, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, this didn't happen. And all of a sudden, in the space of a few hours, it can just turn into a position where New Zealand's in, uh, on the brink of some history in Pakistan. That being said, um, you know, I want to steel man it, but um, that Pakistan side looks pretty, pretty poor. Uh, you'd expect them to be more dominant in their own conditions. Um, definitely missing the experience of someone like a Yazir Shah, who used to who used to dominate for for them with the leg spinners in their own conditions. So, well, um, I mean, I've, I've got to say, I mean, I, I know I said this to you yesterday, but I uh, I thought I really did think that um, off the back of them getting swept at home by England, first time in their history they've been swept at home, hmm. that we would get cop the backlash. But there doesn't seem to really have been any. No, 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 there hasn't really. There hasn't really. And, and I, I'm going to put that down to a bit of the off-field stuff. But Barbara's arm hasn't looked, and look, I hope it continues this way. This test match in particular, he hasn't looked himself. Mm. Um, and I, if you saw the speculation between the, um, between the tests, there was um, journalists coming out and saying that basically Barbara's arm hadn't been consulted with 
around the selection of the ODI series that's coming up against New Zealand, um, that he was out of the loop and the selectors weren't even basically talking to him. And that's just skipper of your country. And, and he just hasn't looked himself. <laughs> um, and the pressure that would be mounting on him being in that position and, and that transition phase behind the scenes. Uh, we talked about it yesterday in yeah. terms of Kane, the shackles coming off of the captaincy. Maybe it's something Bubba needs as well. Um, great start. Yeah, I saw Alger as well yesterday. He's averaging 22 as the captain of Sarafka when his uh, career averages 40. Yeah. You know, it seems to affect a lot of people. Tom Latham was the same, yeah. averaging 15, 15 runs less. I mean, I'm, I'm old, right? Um, so I remember when... Uh, Jeff Howarth was the captain in New Zealand cricket team. That's when I first really started watching it. And the same thing had happened to him. And then when he gave up the, the captaincy, Jeff Crow took it. Same thing happened to Jeff Crow. Mm. It must really weigh hard on the mind, right? You, you're not just thinking about your game and what you're doing. You've got to be thinking about 10 other blokes. Yeah, exactly. And then you're probably second-guessing yourself. You're probably looking at this game situation a little bit more or a little closer when you're out there batting than yeah. you probably should rather than just like watching the ball and, and batting normally. So, yeah, uh, maybe maybe it is the way forward. Pat Cummings, obviously captaining Australia. Tim Southey now captaining. Um, ben Stokes to a degree, yep. like he's a lower order batter who's got a bit of a licence. He's not like a bulk of your runs type batsman. Yeah. Maybe it is the trend. Maybe it is the way to go. Yeah, maybe it is. Another text in from Michael Matamata. He said uh, Daryl Mitchell was sick at the start of the day's play. He was actually left in the hotel initially, so he must have come to the ground later. Got better as the day went on. Sheesh. Good emodium over there, eh? Yeah, must be very good emodium. <laughs> Gotta love that. Be smashing the packets. Maybe they can get uh, sponsorship on the front of the Black Caps jerseys for the ODI series. Uh, it is 7.21 here on SENZ. This is Breakfast with Mitch and Ricardo. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.